Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Abby and we are doing a Q&A this week. And this is so much fun. It has been a long time since we've done a Q&A. And so we've stacked up some questions. And um, I, I do want to say, I've had several questions recently about kids who deal with different learning disabilities or autism or ADHD, stuff like that. We are going to have someone come back on. We've we've talked about that in the past, but it's been a while. And so I'm going to have um, a new guest come on soon. And we are going to address some of those questions specifically. It's just not a topic that I feel like I have enough experience or knowledge in. And so I don't want to even try to attempt to answer those questions for you. But we will bring someone on the podcast soon to answer those for you and bring that encouragement to you. So um, so stay tuned for that. But before we get back into our Q&A with Abby, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free. Have your kids sit down at the computer and try it out. See if this is a good match for them. And then you don't have to teach math to your kids. Or you can sit with them while they do their math lessons. If that's fun for you, it's not for me, but it might be fun for you. <laughs> I should do that, actually. I mean, I really should sit next to them and, and relearn. And do math. Math. But I don't know. I've you made, made it this, it this long. far. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to do something else. I'll probably do laundry or dishes instead, which is typically go. what I'm doing when my girls are doing math. So try them out. CTCmath.com. All right, Abby, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. We are back with another question. Um, so this one I feel like is is a little bit similar to the question that we ended Monday's episode on, but it's different enough that I kept it in um, because, well, I'll just read it and you'll right. see. So it says this, how do we help our kids to have a positive attitude and be grateful about being homeschooled? Some of their peers are in traditional school, and my kids often feel like they're missing out on things. Fun class activities, sports, band, social clubs, elective classes, etc. I've actually met adults who are homeschooled as kids, and they felt the same way and now resent their parents for homeschooling them and not allowing them to have a normal childhood. Mm. That is a really good question. And I think yeah. that's a question that so many of us have thought through. I mean, from right. you know, I, I know that Garrett and I have thought that. Um, from our very first decision to homeschool, um, not so much about our kids having a positive attitude, but like, are we going to mess them up? Are right. are they going to grow up to be adults who are then going to resent our decision to homeschool them? Right. Um, and that's a that's a a, a real. Um, that's a valid concern. question. It's yeah. a valid question, um, and I love just the transparency of this. Of just right. being like, I I you know I want to get my right. kids a normal childhood, but I guess my question now would be like, what, what does normal even look like? I mean, right. things are so different now. And, um, one, one of my favorite people who addresses, um, this issue is Heidi St. John, of course. And, and she talks about this in the movie is talking about, you know, socialization and people still ask the question and I'm like, yeah. really, are we still there? They ask the question about homeschooled kids being socialized. And her answer is always like, do you, you really want my kids to be socialized with the kids who are in public school. Right. Like, is that right. the kind of right. society that you want? And not every kid that's in public school, you know, is, is a total disaster by any means. Um, I don't mean it that way, but it's in, in regular school, whether it's public school or private school, you've got 15 year olds influencing 15 year olds and eight year olds influencing eight year olds. And who are those bigger influences in their lives outside of that. Right. But in homeschooling, you've got like a whole wide range of people influencing them. Of course, right. the first being their parents. Um, but 
I, I, I don't know. Um, let, let, let's <laughs> uh, go. <laughs> Sorry. I, yeah. I'm like rabbit trailing on this one. Let's go back to the first question. Let, okay. Let's just dissect this one. So this, how do we help our kids to have a positive attitude and be grateful about being homeschooled? Well, my thought too, when I first heard this is we don't need to convince this mom that what she's doing is right. Cause she already knows. The question is, um, you know, she already knows why she's doing it. She already knows that socialization is greater. And well, but the reality is, is kids don't care. Like it's not the mom we're convincing. She, her question right. is how do we handle the kids? How do we address the kids? And I think for me, this is a, a twofold one. I think we can validate what the kids are saying. Like, you know what? Yeah, that's a bummer. I see that looks fun. I think so often as homeschool parents, we want to be like, it's not really that great. Mm, like yeah. those science experiments they're all doing together or that recess, it really isn't that great. You're not missing out on anything. And the truth is that's why when when she said she's actually spoken to adults who are like, I did. The, the truth is we need to validate it and say, you know what? That does look fun. And the reality is that probably is fun. And validate their feelings because when you tell kids that then they know you're on their side they know that you understand them and then the next thing after that is explain why you're homeschooling and say you know what Mm. here's the reason that we're homeschooling it's not to keep you from those things it's not to but but there are things there that we do not feel like are god's plan for you and this is why we're homeschooling and let them catch the vision as to yes there are things you're going to miss out on and then take it a step further and say as an adult, there are things I'm going to miss out on. You know, when I went away to college and I walked with Christ, there were things I got to miss out on. Like I missed out on the really fun rafting trips that were co-ed because maybe the sleeping situation I didn't feel like was glorifying God. And explain to your kids is there are going to be fun things that we miss out on in life because, because that's just the nature of the Christian walk. But then you can talk about this, but here's what we gain instead. You know, sitting in school all day. Yeah. Like I have had to have this with my son. You are going to miss out on the social things because he loves that. And I'm like, but here's what you would miss out on if you were there, you know, the afternoon hikes that you thrive on. And so the reality is your kids are going to miss out on something, whether they're in public school, private school, homeschool, shipping off to boarding school, every kid is going to miss out on something. And you can explain that to them and validate that and say, but here's what you gain but here's what you get. And also here's why we're doing it. And honestly, something that surprised me is when we watched the Schoolhouse Rocked movie, It, sh- I-, I had no idea, but it shocked me how it impacted my kids to watch that yeah. movie. All of a sudden they, they watched that movie and they were like, oh, we get it. We get why you're doing this. Like yeah. um, from, you know, I, I've told them a hundred times, but for some reason they didn't pick it up when I was saying it. But they watch the movie and they're like, okay, we get this. We have the vision. So yeah, we are going to miss out on some things, but here's what we gain. And here's why we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that plug for the movie, (laughs) (laughs) which by the way, if you guys haven't heard, if you don't know yet, you can stream the movie for free, schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Um, and absolutely watch that with your kids because yeah. I, we that was one of the most shocking things for us because we just hadn't considered that it would the impact, impact it would have on kids. Yeah. And it's been amazing. I mean, as kids have watched it and said, oh yeah, now I get it. Now I understand yeah. why you're homeschooling me. Um, and, and what's kind of funny is as I'm thinking about homeschooled kids, it's the grass is always greener on the other side. Always, right? With everything. Homeschooled kids always are like, oh yep. man, I'm missing out on all these things because yep. I'm not getting to be in the classroom. I'm not getting to go to, I remember actually um, my going into my freshman year, I went to a really small private school mm-hmm. um, up through junior high. And then there was the big Catholic school that um, I really wanted to go to. My sister graduated from there and 
they had a football team and they had pep rallies every Friday and they had all kinds of really cool stuff. And so I told my parents, like, I want to go to a real high school. And so Mm -hmm. I went there my freshman year and I hated it, hated it. It was, it was basically like paying a lot of money to go to a really bad public school. Right. Um, and it was horrible. And there were fun parts of it. Like the pep rallies right. were fun. Right. You know, but I mean, I could go to football games without right. having to go to that school. Right. Um, and there were fun activities and stuff, but it, it wasn't what I thought it was. Right. And so I ended up going back to my other small Christian yeah. school where I had a graduating class of 11 people. Wow. <laughs> it was very small, um, but I loved it. And right. so I went back to what I was most comfortable with. But, you know, I thought this other school is going to be better. And I think so many times our kids think that. And then you've got Mm -hmm. kids in regular school, public school or private school who think, man, I would love to be homeschooled. Yeah, because they know, which that didn't used to be the case. No, no. But more and more today, they're realizing um, the beauty of homeschool. And so they've got, uh, we we have neighbors who were like, oh, you know, we wish we were homeschooled. And um, we've met lots of people whose kids have said that to my kids. And so it's, it's just kind of funny to see that dynamic now shifting totally these public school kids going, I wish I could be homeschooled too. And I think Um, you hit it. The grass is always greener on the other side. And we need to take this as an opportunity because that doesn't change. That doesn't change when you're 20. It doesn't change when you're my age. I mean, I still look at, oh, I wish this and I wish that. And I think this is an excellent opportunity to teach our kids you know, this is why we're doing this. This is the road God's called us to. And we are going to miss out on some things. Yeah. But this is what we gain. I think one tactic we don't want to do is try to make the public schools sound so miserable. Like, oh, it's so awful there. You're you're so glad not to go there. Because then they talk to other kids and they hear the other kids actually saying like, this was a really fun thing we did. Yeah. And then they start to question you like, well, maybe you're keeping me from something. So I think we just need to be honest with our kids and say there are going to be fun things you miss out on. But there's a lot of fun things that we get to do that you wouldn't. And that's, we're not picking our education choice based on the fun things. We're picking it based on what God calls to be the best for our family and the best for you. So. Absolutely. Um, I would say, and just one last thing on helping your kids to have a positive attitude and be grateful about being homeschooled is make them part of the process, Um, no matter what their age is, if they're in kindergarten or in 12th grade. Right. Make them part of the process. So ask them, you know, what do you want to learn this year? Or, or you know, when they're younger, of course, you're going to pave the way for them, but they can still be part of the right. process. Totally. You can still ask them, you know, what field trips do you want to take and give them options. Yep. We can, yep. you know, do these things or what yeah. book do you want to read next and right. lay out for that. I still do that with my girls. Totally. I'll lay out like four books and say, okay, which one do you want to read next? Yep. And um, let them guide it a little. Yeah. Yeah. And so find then, out what is it they're missing out on? Is it the academic? Right. Is it the social? Is it, you know, and then and then deal with that. It's not the whole package, I'm promising you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And help them to see, you know, without yeah. feeling like you're manipulating them, right. but help them totally. to see the blessing of homeschooling. Yeah. Um, you know, and and most people, I won't say all because of course it's different. Some people live in really small towns like you, Abby. Right. Um, you know, we live in a big area where there's tons of opportunities for homeschooled kids. I mean, right. they're just everywhere. There's sports teams. There's, I mean, we have sports teams that oh, have made it man. to nationals before. I'm Like, it's crazy. That's amazing. Um, there's every co-op you can imagine, every class yeah, offered. Yeah, so your kids aren't left wanting that. No, but then there are people who live in small communities where they don't have access we don't to have all of any those of things. That. So when right. my kids, you know, my kids have never had a desire to go to public school, but I do know that they have a desire for other kids, you know, that, that, 
being around. And so we do that as a co-op, but there's still not a lot. And I'm like, you guys, regardless if you're a public or private in this town, because we're small, yeah. there's just not the people, you know? Right. So yeah. man, there's so many great co-op, you know, there's so many great opportunities for homeschoolers. Yeah. You just have to find them and tap into them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if there's not one, try to create one in your area yep. if you can, because yep. I'm certain that there are probably other people in your area that who are looking same. for the same thing. Agreed. Um, but but um, cool. I think really keeping a really open dialogue and communication yes, with your kids. that's the most important. And just saying, you know, I understand yep. why you feel that way. I think that's the most and important. Talk to them. Yeah, talk to them. Talk don't to them. Don't try make to manipulate it, them. Don't try right. to change their mind or change how they feel. Right. Because you're not going to. Just talk through it. And yep. and that's that's all they need. They just need to talk yeah. to you and be heard. Right. And sometimes it comes down to, because this is what God has called mom and dad to do. Yep. And this is the decision yep. that we know is best for you. Right. And I'm just asking you to trust me. Yep. I mean, we've had to say that to our girls about different things before. And yeah. Just, why we can't have ice think, cream for dinner. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> just trust me. Just trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. We've got more questions, but we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Abby. Um, here's the next question. It says, I have a friend who is very, in all caps, prideful about her kids and all of their amazing accomplishments. Ugh. <laughs> Moment of silence to throw up for a second. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. They homeschool and do schoolwork all the time, again, in all caps. Uh, and she's obsessed with them being above their grade level. And they're all either amazing musicians and or athletes. She's a good friend, but we homeschool very differently. And my kids are just typical, normal kids. She constantly makes me feel inadequate and it makes spending time with her uncomfortable. Help. Mm. Ooh, wow. Is, we've all this known. This is a hard one. We've all known that person. I would say the first word you said in that whole thing is prideful. Yeah. And I think what you need to know is she's struggling with pride and you need to pray for her because people pride that comes before the fall. Yeah. Right before the and fall. Spirit before <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, what I find with people like that, they're super insecure. Yeah. And sometimes that helps me have a view of those people that I just want to puke all over. It helps me to have more grace to go, you're really, really insecure, or you wouldn't feel the need to to do all these things, you know? Right. And I just talked about this at a homeschool convention. Sometimes as homeschoolers, we get this prideful attitude of, you know, I feel like every homeschooler on the planet has to play a stringed instrument. Like it's just a right. part of a thing. And I'm like, my kids don't play stringed instruments and we're just fine. But I think we get this thing where we pull them out of the box that we took them from of the public school. We don't want to fit in that box, but then right. we bring them home and we try to shove them in the quote unquote homeschool box. So um, 
I mean, my advice to this mom, honestly, is this has nothing to do with you. This has nothing to do with your kids. This has nothing to do with the way she homeschools versus you homeschool. This has everything to do with your friend is struggling with insecurity and pride, which tend to be kind of linked. And you just need to pray for her and carry on with what God's called you to do. I mean, honestly, carry on with what God's called you to do. Yeah. Um, I've known one person like this. Um, I've known probably more than one, but there's, there's one person in particular that I'm thinking about. And, um, she was in a co-op that we did several years ago. And I remember she just was like, she made it known how smart her kid was. And he was like your average kid, but, but it was this same scenario where she just like pushed him so hard to know all the things. Like she wanted him to be the smartest kid. Right. And and it was so hard to watch it because I just was like, and, and, and I, I mean, it was hard. I like, I could have written this question because yeah. every time I would talk to her, I would feel so inadequate about my ability to homeschool because I was just like, oh yeah, my kid's not doing all that stuff. And she would kind of say it like nonchalant. It wasn't like a, well, my kid, you know, yeah. knows the entire periodic table. Like it wasn't right. like that, but it, she would just say it kind of like in conversation, but it was intentional. Right. Um, like we had cookies yesterday after he said the periodic table. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And the cookies were delicious. <laughs> Made by him while he memorized yeah. the periodic table. No like, oh. I mean, it, it just, you know, then we parsed out a few sentences, you know, for fun. Oh. I mean, it was just weird. Um, and it was hard. It was hard to be around her because I just yeah. always felt like, I'm not good enough. But the thing that when I look back and I think about her as a person, she wasn't very happy. Right. Like she just was not a joyful person. And I'm not saying you can't push your kids to be all that God created them to be. You know, I'm not saying be lazy and let your kids just do whatever. But I'm saying she just put so much pressure on herself. I think that she just wasn't a very joyful person to be around. And she didn't seem like she was very joyful ever. I mean, right. e- even I think her kids were even kind of stressed out by her all the time because she put so much pressure on them. So, right. so don't do that to your kids. I mean, no. I, I think if you are this mom who feels like you have to do all the things to somehow prove to somebody that you're doing this homeschooling thing well, right? who, who are you trying to prove that to you? Right. Are you trying to prove it to God? Because if you're who and what God called you to be, you don't need to prove anything to him except right. your obedience to homeschool your kids. Right. Are you trying to prove to your parents or your in-laws or the neighbor or valid, the people at church? I get that. That's a hard thing when totally. if everybody's questioning you, you do feel right. But it sounds like this mom is more throwing it in other homeschool moms' faces, and I just think she's struggling in her own heart. And sometimes you yeah. might just have to say, "You're doing a good job, regardless." You know, yes. like I feel my heart feels for those moms because they're putting so much pressure on themselves, and they're miserable, and they're poor children, and kids. They're poor yes. kids. Yeah. So don't let it affect you. Put on the armor of God. Put on the, sh- right. you know, hold up your shield, but just have a compassion for her because this is not about you. She probably looks at you going, I wish I could not have this burden. Right. You know, I wish right. I could just freely let my kids be normal and be okay with that. Right. Yeah. I think this is the comparison thing on both ends. It's yeah. the mom who's super rigorous and, and very structured and really pushing her kids, comparing herself to the other moms who aren't doing that. And then the moms who are not doing that comparing themselves yep. to this mom who seems to have it all together. Yeah. And here's the thing, God made you who you are. Yep. He made your kids who they are. And some kids are super smart and super duper gifted and praise God for that. Roll with that. Right. But yes, and don't don't compare yourself to no. each other in any way whatsoever. No. Just be who God made you to be. It is it is 
so much part of the beauty of homeschooling and, and doing what's best for your family. You use what curriculum works best for you. Your kids have different learning styles. You have a different teaching style. Yep. You know, we all have different family dynamics. You know, we've got some husbands stay at home and work. And so there's, that is a completely different dynamic than the family whose dad goes to work every day and then comes home at the end of the day. Right. I mean, it's all so different. And so mm-hmm. we get to cater our homeschool to what is best for our family and what is best for our kids. And as long as we're pointing our kids to Jesus, yep, that's what matters. That's what totally. matters the most. So so maybe take some of that pressure off of yourself because that can be a hard thing yes, um, for sure. to tackle. So anyway, we're out of time, but we're going to be back tomorrow. We've got a few more questions to answer. Um, Abby, thank yeah. you for being with me again today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's fun, fun. To, fun to process all these questions. And yeah. and they're all questions we've all had to process together. We've all faced them. Yeah. We don't yep. have, you know, we're not experts, but you're not alone in it. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the greatest reminder is that you are not alone in any of this. Every yep. question that you have, someone else has that same question. Exactly. So we hope that we can encourage you. Um, and if we have encouraged you and you feel led to help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked, you can go to our website, Schoolhouse Rocked. Dot com. You can always donate. It could be a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Um, we are always so grateful for that. Uh, that's what keeps this ministry going. Um, or you can look at our shop and and we've got t-shirts and all kinds of fun things on there. Um, when you purchase those, that also helps to support the ministry. Um, so in any way, you, you can do that financially. But also, if you would just pray for us, we would love that. I love getting messages from so many of you who just say, I'm just praying for you. You are on my heart today. Um, and, and I pray for you in turn. Um, I'd love to know how we can do that. So um, all things are at schoolhouserocked.com. Have a great day. Stay tuned. Um, at the end of this, we'll play a clip from what's coming up next on the podcast. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. All of us, when we're thrown into change, it can be harder than when we're eased into change. When you start homeschooling at the beginning of the year, if this is your first year homeschooling especially, do not tackle every subject the first week. Start small. Follow their attention span. If they're still all in, capitalize on it. Keep going. If they're all in, don't be like, time's up, we finished lesson two. 